Welcome to Let Me Tell You Why Welcome You're Wrong. To let me tell you why you're wrong. Proof we can disagree. Proof that we can disagree. No, 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 no. That's not wrong. wrong on so many levels. And still get along. And still get along. That's fair. You know, I think that is true. I think right you're right. That's true. Uh, That's true. I get it. I'm Greg Radcliffe. My name is Morgan. Here we go, indeed. What was that? Hi, Greg. Right before we started, you were like, eh, you stuck your tongue out. I did? I didn't mean to. So you had your cartilage pierced. I you did. Go. I had my cartilage pierced, and so wearing these headphones is like putting pressure right on the... I, I've had a lot of things pierced in my life, and cartilage is hands down the worst for healing and for pain. So what prompted you to want to do that? Just you've always wanted it or? Well, you know, I've gotten deep into some Pinterest during quarantine <laughs> and there's all these really cute earrings like ears and the the thing that I'm seeing on Pinterest a lot is a lot of cartilage, pier- like delicate ones, but like a lot of them in different spots, you uh, know, so it's like, it's like, you know, probably a good $300 in piercings and right. I was like, I want to get there. But what I think I might do is look for like clips. <laughs> Clips, like uh, oh, clip-ons. Yeah, like like that looks hoop, like hoops it's... that like clip that look like they're because I'm a baby. Well, and you're going for the look. It doesn't. It's the the real benefit is not. Hey, I have a hole in my head or my ear. It's like, hey, I want this to look cool. And I want my ear to be yeah. adorned with trinkets. So I can't sleep on that side. <laughs> so you have to just lay on your back with like. I've, just, I've literally just been laying on my back. Like, all right. Do you remember the movie Friday? Have you mm-hmm. seen it? Well, it showed one of the girls sleeping. She had just gotten her hair done. And so she it showed like everybody waking up in the morning and the one girl sleeping in the bed with her elbow on the bed and her hand holding her head up so it doesn't lay <laughs> yeah, on. That's me. And she keeps going like, she keeps like <laughs> nodding out and like her head falls, falls forward. She's like, uh, and then she snaps up and goes back onto her hand because she doesn't well, want to flatten her hair. And I do sleep on that side. So, um, you know, it's been an interesting couple evenings. Yeah. Well, today's going to be a good episode for me anyways, because I did not drink last night. Not that I have a problem. I don't want anybody to think that that's what I'm saying. (laughs) I just typically on a Friday night. You drunk. Well, drunk's a weird way to say it, because I think at my age, and I'm only 35, I turned 36, but it's, I don't bounce back like I used to. Oh yeah, for sure. Although I found a hack and we're going to get into our episode here in just a second. Um, but I want to tell you, I found a hack that I think is going to work really well for me. So I have these like little squeeze things like, and they sell them in all different, you know, a lot of manufacturers make things like this, but it's basically like things you add to your water that give it a bunch of flavor, but also they hydrate you, you know, with yeah, like, like a bunch of electrolytes. minerals, electrolytes. So I've started making, I've got a really, a, not a really nice, but a, a good quality vodka that's like quadruple distilled and then mixing that with water that's been flavored with one of these packets. So mm. I'm hydrating myself as I'm drinking. Okay. Mm, there you right? Go, and I've, I've done that uh, in, in the past, in the last week or so, I've done that a couple of times and I'm like, this is kind of great because you always forget to drink water or whatever. But So hot tip for everybody. Ooh, a little hot tip. Now you can get your boozing in and your hydration at the same time. Mm. Although I'm not sure it actually works that way. I think everything you 
consume just ends up getting flushed while you've been drinking anyways. But anyways, okay. Well, we have got a fun one today, huh? Yeah, we do. <laughs> we are going to be talking about child sex trafficking. Mm. So just to prepare everybody, that's what we're going to be talking about today. But it's a conversation that I think is interesting. And certainly there's a lot of stuff. I don't, I don't know the scope of it. And we'll get into that more. But before we do, let's talk about some people who don't care about us being around. Mostly yeah. because they don't know. Some non-sponsors? Non-sponsors. So yes. uh, I'm going to go first. That's all right. All right. The one that, that we want to definitely make sure we thank is the are you sure question that you hit mm. after you hit something for deleting. That's a weird way. Take two. No, he is drunk. <laughs> yeah, I'm not hungover. I'm drunk. <laughs> Meow. Um, no, the, the pop-up window, the are you sure question that, that, that shows up after you hit delete on your computer. Though not really an actual entity that could sponsor anything, we're glad this exists, especially to remind mm -hmm. those who want to delete posts from users' account on <coughs> Facebook that what you're doing needs a second thought because it's censorship and it's wrong. Mm. So I don't know how well that menu is working over there at Facebook and Instagram, but they are using it on overdrive mm -hmm. in today's culture for sure. Yeah, they are. Did you see that thing from Andrew Schultz that got taken down? Do you know who Andrew Schultz is? Yes, I do. He's amazing. He's awesome. So good. I love that yeah. guy. And all like, his little like, like, turn your phones are so oh, good. I get so Everybody excited. Everybody should watch those. And he's like so... His on point. point. Yeah. I and just, it's not even left or right. It's just like kind of nope, common sense just like, yeah. and funny. Mm -hmm. and, but it's just gone. He made a post recently. For those of you who don't know Andrew Schultz, I would recommend him following him on Instagram. Yes, for sure. Um, and he makes he made a post recently that was Ow. taken down for bullying because he was kind of talking. He was giving facts in a humorous way that was kind of, you know, knocking a little bit this whole Epstein and what's the other girl's name? Ghislaine or something. Ghislaine. Yeah. Like, like they were saying he was bullying her. on trial for... Sex trafficking? It's ridiculous. Anyways. For allegedly recruiting children for sex Allegedly. And sacrification. Sacr I just made up that word. <laughs> but we all knew what you meant. Mm -hmm. So thanks, are you, are you sure question. Um, we're, you're doing and your fuck part. fuck you, Facebook. And fuck you, Facebook. So... Go fuck yourself, San Diego. I'm just kidding. Not San Diego, because we know people in San Diego. Well, you know people. Oh I vicariously. This people. freaking cat keeps biting me. You gotta go. Okay. All right. Do you want to know what my non-sponsor is? I, I do. <sighs> Today, my non-sponsor is Trader Joe's seasonal snacks. Ooh. Items like French onion soup bites. That, that does sound good. Or gingerbread scented candles. Or my personal favorite, pumpkin spice almond beverage. Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> okay, keep going. Sorry. You know, because I'm that girl. Gotta have the pumpkin spice. Beverage. You get us hooked on an item and then rip it away for nine months. Trader Joe's, the reason I hoard things. <laughs> oh, pumpkin spice beverage? Almond beverage. Pumpkin spice almond beverage. So that reminds me. Essentially what it is, is it's an almond milk flavored like pumpkin spice, but you can use it. Um, I mean, I suppose people might just drink it straight, but I'll put it in my coffee. Mm -hmm. This reminds me of, remember the stuff as a kid, BRD, blue raspberry drink? 
No. They were like, it was like that stuff that came in like gallon milk jugs and it was just this blue liquid and it was pumped full of sugar. But they called the label on the outside just said blue raspberry drink. Like there was no juice. There was no substance to it. You know? Right. Well, thanks Trader Joe's and your seasonal snacks. I think anything seasonal from a restaurant or a place that serves or gives or sells food rather um, is frustrating because you really like something and then it's like, nope. Like yeah, it's McRib. very frustrating. And then last year, I ended up buying way too many pumpkin spice almond beverages. Mm-hmm. Did they go bad? So how are the pumpkin? Are they served in like individual servings? Like, like no, they're like like you know if you buy an, a, a like a cardboard carton of almond milk, mm-hmm. they're served like that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, thanks for that, Trader Joe's. Speaking of Trader Joe's, real quick. Did you see that they had those burritos that they used to sell? No. And they, 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 Trader Joe's had their own line of like burritos, like frozen burritos you put in the microwave. They called it, to be fun, they called it Trader Jose's burritos. Oh. Guess what's not being called that anymore? Their burritos. Their burritos. Mm. It's not on topic with anything we're talking about today, but that's, uh, that kind of ties into the delete button. Trader Joe's self-imposed that because a 17-year-old kid created a petition online and something like 3,400 people signed it. So that's the world we live in. Speaking of the world we live in, thanks to those sponsors, but let's get into our episode because our episode is about a topic that is in the world that we're living in. And I'm going to be honest with you, Morgan, I don't think we're going to have a lot of disagreements today. I freaking hope not. I- <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, let me tell you why you're wrong about <laughs> child trafficking being bad. No, uh, but I do think that even though as we're talking, here's what I want to encourage everybody to do. Again, as always, follow us on Instagram um, and Facebook if you want. But we, are, even though we just said fuck Facebook. Um, I mean, Instagram's owned by Facebook too. So it's really all just, it's like the media conglomerates are all owned by like two companies. So so fuck those guys, but But still follow us. So yeah, um, still do it. We'd love to kind of hear any insights on this. And obviously this is sort of a a thing that more people are talking about. The more stuff comes to light, the more it becomes out in the ether. Um, I hopefully the more pressure we'll have on people to change things. Um, But Let's get going on some things. So, so child sex trafficking. I thought about doing this in a very corporate sort of like, let's, how do we dive into this subject? And I was going to define it. And then I like Google it and I'm like, I don't like what I'm Googling right now. Like, mm. what is child sex trafficking? Hmm. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious. Um, but we had some things that we were going to kind of talk on. I think obviously this is a, a horrible thing. And is, is the Epstein case, that's, I mean, that is a form of, because chi- they were children, right? They were all young age. Yes, they were all young children. And most of them were like, is that your dog? Yes. Can you hear him? Shut the door. Your dog has a breathing situation. <laughs> I will go on record and say, I think my dog has exercise-induced asthma. <laughs> <laughs> I've not gotten him checked out because he seems to be doing all right, but he is the loudest breather when you exercise him. I went to I went to high school with a kid that uh, he seemed to have that, but I think he may have been faking it because he didn't want to run the mile. But my dog's like thin and in shape and runs. Oh yeah, times a day. And he and it's he he doesn't always. Do- 
he's not dissuaded from he's not dissuaded from running you normally people loves it yeah and he has he's like shakes until you get him out there he's like i just have to run so much energy so on that note sex trafficking (laughs) so on that note sex trafficking so that's my dog anyways back to trafficking children for sex um i was gonna maybe start one way that one place we can start with this and i don't know if you had a chance to watch it but i mentioned this the other day to you but recently there was a post or a video rather that was released that about uh, that had Ashton Kutcher uh, speaking to a congressional subcommittee. Yes, I did watch it. How awesome was that? It was awesome. And I knew, I knew, I didn't know about that video until you told me about it, but I had listened to um, Ashton Kutcher on a podcast and I want to say it was Dak Shepard's podcast. I'm not really sure which one where mm-hmm. he talked about how he was like um, a founder of a company that created software to basically catch um, predators and yeah. help hopefully re like get these children back. One of my favorite parts of that whole thing is where he acknowledged kind of at the beginning. And if for those of you who haven't watched it, I would encourage you to go online and check out uh, Ashton Kutcher testifying um, or, or just speaking. I don't know exactly what you term it, but he's talking to like a subcommittee or something like that in Congress. Um, it's a great speech. Uh, it talks about some great things, not obviously great things, but good things as far as progress goes and some of the things he's doing, which is really great. Uh, but the very beginning he goes, now I know he acknowledges that he's like, everybody's going to say, why don't you quit your day job? And he goes, let's talk about my day job. Mm-hmm. I'm currently the president of this company, which is being, you know, this big company that's being, that's being called by the department of Homeland security. He's like, yeah, uh, that's my day job. And I think it's pretty good. So I'm going to keep doing it. Yep. And it was really, really awesome. And I think that he's, he's so much at this point, I don't think Ashton Kutcher, not to get too much onto him, but he's not, I would not associate him as an actor anymore. I mean, well, he he's is, never but been he's, really great at acting anyway, right? <laughs> no. I mean, he made his money, but I think it <laughs> so gave him an avenue. An yeah. To get into some of the venture capitalism stuff. And then now he's actually using it for good. And I also, I think it's just, it's cool, but I really wish I remembered what podcast I was listening to with him on it, but he, um, he didn't just like use his money well, he did use his money to get more money, but he put in the time. So he he talked about how he like became into like tech investing and all of that. He had to go like literally shadow people and get people to like let him be involved. And then he learned as much as he could. And um, so he did it like a real way. He He's not just like sitting there and someone's telling him, oh, you should invest in this. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, some of the things he brought up in that um, – you know, as far as the topics, I didn't write down all the stuff, but it, I was really shocked actually to hear some of the numbers though. Um, and I'm for everybody listening who hasn't seen the video again, go watch it. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he was talking about, well, I guess this is a place to start when it comes to child sex trafficking, because I'll back up a second. When I hear that word child sex trafficking, I just think, I think of like drug trafficking not the drug, but I always, I just envision something that's other countries and humongous. And this, this problem is humongous, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I can't even, I, for some reason, I, I always struggle for a long time. I mean, we're not for a long time. I've always, I, I can't, I'm getting derailed. It's hard for me to wrap my head around this because I never really knew it was such a big problem, I guess is the better way to put it. Well, in the United you know? States is the number one consumer of underage pornography and Right. And it's not been, it's, it's, it's something I, I spent so much of my life not even thinking that 
I mean, knowing that there were obviously there were pedophiles and there were, you know, creepy guys and all that kind of stuff. And that was, that was a, that was definitely a problem, but the scope mm-hmm. of this, of this global sort of situation never really was in my kind of purview, what I used to deal with. I was just was like, ah, oh, okay. I never said it wasn't a problem. I just was never confronted with it. And now seeing it. And as of late, I've had, I've had uh, two people that I know, um, not like friends of mine, but like fathers of friends or people I used to, that used to work for me, uh, have been caught with like child pornography Really? Like by the FBI showed up. And like, I think in both cases, like at least in one of the cases I was told the story was basically the FBI knocked on this door or the, the government knocked on this door. It was like, he was like, I know why you're here and went because he knew he was doing wrong. And it's like, but I knew these people and I'm like, ah, like knew them, That's knew disgusting. them. Disgusting. It is. Um, and that's not even trafficking necessarily. I mean, well, obviously the people who make say, those videos are yeah. trafficking. When you say um, that you didn't know it was such a big deal, I think that that's one thing that's super frustrating to witness right now is that, so the Ghislaine Maxwell or whatever her freaking name is, like there has not been a lot of media coverage on that. Right. There and And that's confusing to me. Like, if I look at it from not a, like a conspiracy theorist lens, it's just like, I go, why, why aren't they covering it? Why aren't they covering the fact that, why isn't it mainstream media that her documents like are about to be unsealed and there's going to be a lot of shit coming out. Like why have no celebrities that are rumored to be like a part of this sex trafficking ring? Why have none of them said anything to defend themselves? Right. Why have none of them said that's false? I mean, they'll say that's false to like, I don't know, a cheating scandal or. Yeah. I I just don't understand. Like there's radio silence on it. And to me, I don't understand that. And then um, if I do look at it from a conspiracy theorist lens, I go, oh, well, they're they're shitting their pants right now. They're waiting for, they're just hoping they're, they don't know what's going to be revealed and they're just. But I don't know. I think that it's weird to me that the media covers so much other stuff, but won't cover this. It is odd. It is odd because you can find stuff, but it's not super easy. And it's It's not on like Fox News. It's not on CNN. It's not on any of that. It's like you can find stuff online. And it's mostly what I've seen is like information coming from that Operation Underground Railroad and a couple other sources. And then it's like people sharing the information. It's not the media. Yeah, I didn't hear about them unsealing the records. I, th- I think I saw it through like an Instagram post, and the yeah. news agency was not it was not a New York Times no sort of thing. Or I think I saw one little thing about it that was sort of uh, the way it was written was sort of blasé. And I'm not saying I want the person writing it from the news to have a have a a slant to it, but at least acknowledge that this is freaking does. huge, though. Yeah, like acknowledge that this is a psychotic thing that's about to happen. And I want to know this too, because I think it would, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't, it's hard to get all the details of it and I'm, yeah. I might be misinformed, but I wonder how this, this revelation or this unsealing is happening for not the criminal case though, right? It's for something, it's for like the, some civil. It was a, it was a civil case one. that she was questioned on. That was a sealed, sealed records. Right. Um, and they're releasing all of those documents as well as all the flight logs and all of that. So I wonder if the releasing of these in this case can then be cross-applied 
to, you know what I mean? Like there's, well, I think they can. I think that's why the judge ruled that they could be unsealed to sort of and set the precedent. Her, that they can. her lawyer's argument was that it could be embarrassing to her client. And I was like, well, your client is accused of literally like stealing children and potentially and letting them up the men for sexual use. And if you get deep into it, sacrificial use. Mm, so I don't really care if she gets embarrassed. No, a little egg on your face is warranted. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I just, I just wonder because you hear about all those things like, and we've, we've even had it in one of our episodes where we talked about, um, forget the one we talked about. One of our past episodes, we talked about people getting away with stuff. Um, and I, I hear about, you know, somebody wealthy or, or somebody who's got ties or connections and things when it comes to sort of the criminal side, they kind of get off on a technicality. And I, I hope that that technicality in the criminal side is not, oh yeah, well those records don't apply to this case because you because they were obtained. You know what I mean? They find some loophole that doesn't allow them to be admitted or something. I hope she stays alive long enough to make it to trial. That is true. Because didn't the judge get like, after the judge was named, didn't a delivery didn't person kill named, her family? Not a delivery person. He dressed up as a delivery person. So he like disguised himself and then he shot her husband and her son. Oh my God. So that's a and message. They're claiming, well, so they're claiming that it was a, a past lawyer who had um, worked with her previously and she ruled like against him or something. So of course the media is already downplaying that it was done as like an attack. It's just, it's, and it was like 25 years ago that this guy supposedly had a case with her. So, I don't know. And now he's dead. So you can't even ask him any questions. Of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. I will tell you what, in, in the few episodes we've done, especially one with like the, the deep state and, and all these different things and, and diving into some of this stuff and then obviously seeing what we're seeing now in the world. I don't know if I'm with anybody else on this, but this, this world is way crazier than I thought. And, and maybe I was just naive or blind to it because I wasn't, you know, but when you start going down the rabbit hole and you're seeing like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. And now like there's alien stuff. I don't want to get into that, but I'm saying like, it's just this, the world is way more effed up than I yeah, ever but, thought. You know, playing like devil's advocate here, like a lot of people are saying that like, so for instance, um, there's just like timing and I might have it wrong, but like, I think she got arrested the Gaylene Maxwell chick. And then the next day, Will and Jada had their whole entanglement drama, right? And that took over the media. And then um, now that she's documents are being released, the same day documents were announced that they were going to be released, oh, magically they announced that they have like aliens. Alien stuff. And that overtakes the media. So there's all these things that <clears throat> are overshadowing this other issue. And so... I question whether or not it's genuine and real or whether or not it's a distraction technique to keep our eyes away from <clears throat> the man behind the really curtain, so on. to speak. Like, yeah. pay no attention to that. Pay attention to this shiny keys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, and you know what? There was a part of me probably in the past that would have been like, nah, no, it's just coincidental. You know what I mean? But it's just, there's so many pieces that a logical, even like you said, removing any kind of conspiracy theory or any kind of, uh, weirdness about it just looking at it objectively you have just, to go, this exactly. is weird just that doesn't make sense like how many coincidences are there in the world <laughs> right right and, and i like also the think freaking, go ahead. 
the government, like, do we just as a whole, do you trust the government to be like, keep it 100 with you? Right. Tell you all oh, the yeah. details. Cause I don't, because think about it as like from a parent perspective, do you tell your child everything that's going wrong in the world or do you protect them from some of the evils and the. Oh, hundred percent. We protect them. Yeah. Yes. They, there's stuff that they, I mean, I want to be honest with my child, but at the same time, I'm also not going to tell them like, Oh, by the way, we're staying inside today because there's a man running around with a gun that just shot a police officer and we don't want to go outside until they find him. Like, I just wouldn't. No, you, yeah, you you can't, you can't do that kind of stuff. So it makes sense to a certain degree, but. So basically the government is our parent and they're protecting us from what they consider. But the problem with that is that do we trust them to make the right decisions? That's the thing I think is the kicker because I don't have a, I don't have a problem with them kind of going, listen, we're trying to manage an entire population of varying different degrees of intelligence, you know, mood, you know, maturity. I get it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Keep some stuff for me. Tell me what I need to know. Trouble is, I think it becomes a slippery slope. And when you do it, when you kind of go, when you've been doing it maybe above board and, and in a positive way and a good way for a while, then all of a sudden something comes up and you just that one, that's that first time where you go, yep. let's just not tell them. Okay. Suddenly, it becomes easier and easier and easier to then push aside higher degrees of atrocities in the name of, well, we're just trying to protect the population. Yeah, and to me, like, I don't think it's crazy, personally, to question what you're told and say, well, why? To me, that is the responsible thing to do. And, you know, question it, and maybe, maybe it is the truth. But do your own research and say, well, wait, tell me more. Like that to me is responsible rather than just taking what you're told and going, great, I believe everything. It's, it would be a much more relaxing way to live just to do that, I will tell you. Well, I, I read this thing online today that said billionaires increased their net worth by $565 billion during the pandemic. Hmm. Whereas, you know, about... All of the businesses... <laughs> all the local small businesses are plummeting struggling and really, and even like on a personal level, if you don't have an essential job and this is off topic from child sex trafficking, but what I'm saying is like, this is what's happening. So like the rich are getting richer and the rest of us can go fuck ourselves. So we should question things. We should say, well, wait. Yeah. And that's uh, that's, that's a, it's, it's, it's another, yet another coincidence of the, hey, this is kind of odd, you know. And I think that uh, to get us back a little bit on, on yeah. the topic that we've got, not that I want, I honestly, I mean, I, I don't want to go into, obviously, the, too many details, but I wanted to ask you some questions because I, okay. I, I'm i not as up on this maybe as, as other people. And I thought about trying to maybe, I should have done maybe a little bit more prep research, but. Um, Where's your notes, Greg? I got none today. Yes. How's it feel? It's so freeing. So oh my liberating. gosh. So liberating. Um, Wayfair, that's, yes. that's, a, that's, that's a, a hoax, right? That's not real, right? Okay, so I can't definitively tell you whether or not it's real. Sure. However, there's a lot of things that go, hmm. So Wayfair had items listed on their um, website. And, you know, Wayfair's price points are usually average, Right. I honestly, I've shopped there a lot because I can find a lot of cute stuff for relatively inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they had some interesting items. One of them was a $13,000 storage cabinet that was named the Yaritza Storage. Also in that last month, a 16-year-old girl named Yaritza Castro went missing from Connecticut. Um, so these were, that was one example of an item. They also had a pillow that was listed for like $10,000 that had a unique name as well. I wish this article listed the name because all of the names, it wasn't like the names were like the Mary pillow or the Jane pillow. All of the names were somewhat unique names along the lines of like Yuritsa or, um, you know, things that aren't like a name you hear every day. Right. And certainly not the name that would be synonymous with a piece of furniture. Yes. Like you had like the Sophia collection of furniture. That makes sense. Some yes. weird, you know, Eastern European so, name or something would not make sense. Um, they had multiple items like this and people started to notice. Now what I wish somebody would have done was ordered the damn item. I saw a video, I think, uh, a video of some guy, I think it was actually, a, no, it was a TikTok video mm-hmm. where a guy was like, it was the, the voiceover is on TikTok where it's like, doom, do, do, do. And they go, they start that song like, hey, what's the matter? But, but they go, they're singing and mouthing the song and then they go, hey, and then you hear kind of a muffled in the background, hey, and they go, what? Anyway, some of you who are on TikTok know what I'm talking about. Anyways, the point is, is that this video that showed us text over the video while this guy was doing this, it said me with my $12,000 Wayfair storage thing. And it looked like it was the one from Wayfair because what I think maybe, maybe occurred with Wayfair with that respect is that it would be really stupid for them to sell a thing like that. For I think it also, because all it takes is a little, is a couple minutes for some developer to go in, rename something and make it a huge amount and draw attention to it. You know what I mean? And then once it does, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's just There's a website. Also you just videos enter online numbers. where people, when they discovered this, they would put the item in their cart. So like, let's say they put the Yuritsa cabinet in their cart. And when they went to check out and it, you know, it'll go to the screen where it asks for your information. Mm-hmm. Uh, it auto-populated the name of the purchaser to the first and last name of the child that was missing. And it happened on multiple items. So that's pretty damning. Yeah, but that is true. That is, but it's like one of those things where it's like, how dumb are they? Like if they, like, is this, this is, do you know what I'm saying? Like it just seems like it could be a coding I think that this is where a coding thing where someone was just like super crazy and like wanted to create drama. Maybe a disgruntled employee. Okay. You could, I will say that if they were selling children on Wayfair, I don't think the whole company knew about it. However, there's another person, their CEO. And gosh, I can't, I'm going to, their CEO CEO of of Wayfair or maybe it's not the CEO, but there's somebody high up in Wayfair who is has close, close ties to Gillian G- Maxwell and has done a lot of business with her or something. This way, this particular article doesn't list it. Okay. And I don't have DuckDuckGo on here, so all I'm getting is Google. Searches. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so hang on, because I, so I just found something on, it's maybe it's a new, sorry, 
there's something on Newsweek that said uh, from a couple of days ago that says um, the photo dates back to 2003. It's supposedly the president of operations of Wayfair. Uh huh. But it didn't. It says, however, it doesn't take much digging to find that Wayfair doesn't even have a president of operations. Um, the guy is a British businessman and founder of Bamford Watch Department. Bamford Watch Department for Rolex. So it's not that same guy. We have never heard of Bill Hutchison at Wayfair, and we have never had a president of operations. No, this is Naraj Shah. Oh, this, okay. He's saying his last name wrong, or probably his first name too. Gotcha. Well, you know what's so crazy? And this kind of ties back again to the whole, um, is it, is it Ghislaine? Uh, yeah, I don't really give However, a fuck about what her name is, to be honest. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Schultz monster. made a joke about it. He's like, oh, it's a like Lane, I think is how you say it. He's like, yeah. thanks for having because we just kept calling you Jizz Lane. <laughs> um, but anyways, I, uh, it goes back to her situation is that it's there. It goes back to, again, a list of all the people that were on that flight log and all those different things. It's, I mean, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are on there. Yes, Tom Hanks is on there. And did you know he was, there's also, we can get into the Tom Hanks portion of it if you want. Okay. So Tom Hanks is on there as an alleged pedophile that partakes in like the the adrenochrome and all of that. He also has um, a girl, I don't know what her name is, but she has come forward and she talks about how her dad sold her to Tom Hanks when she was younger and all the stuff that he did to her. Oh, jeez. See, I was going to tell you something. Um, I thought when I heard like people like Tom Hanks and um, other, other people that were like celebrities or, or wealthy people that I kind of was, I kind of didn't, I didn't hate them. I liked them. When I was hearing those people, I kept thinking in my head, Okay, at what point though is it like there's like two different groups that maybe, I guess this is the narrative I told myself. Okay, there's two groups of people that would go to Epstein's Island. One are the freaks that would do crazy stuff like Bill, like the Clintons, you know, like, and then you could also though, because it was a really great island and it had a lot of amenities and he was a wealthy guy and rubbed elbows with a lot of rich people, you could just go there and enjoy time on the island as a, just a guest of his and not, and they would just be like, hey, come over to my island. They wouldn't be like, hauling out all the 16 year olds, they would just be like, this just enjoy the island. I want to get in good rapport with having this person. You know what I mean? So like maybe they just went because before all this stuff blew up, but I don't know. It's. So you're saying that like some of the people maybe just went because it's a cool Island and they were invited for free and it's, you know, they could just hang out. And, and I think that's definitely a possibility. I think that some people maybe were around. I mean, I, I certainly don't think that um, Gislaine or, and Epstein were walking around saying like, we sacrifice children. You in, you in? Like, I think yeah, it was very, right. after, I think you probably had to work your way um, into like the inner circle. The circle However, of the trust tree with the nest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also, so her name's Sarah Ruth, Ruth Ashcroft. And she says at 13, um, she was purchased by Tom Hanks um, from her father for sex as a disassociated mind control doll. I wonder how much he paid. I wonder how much money my father made for breaking my mind and selling. Now, this girl could be crazy. Tom Hanks has never commented on it. 
Um, she could be lying, but there's just a lot of things that make you go, hmm, right? Right. And now it comes down to weeding out the false claims. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't want Tom Hanks to have done that. And I, I don't want to you. believe. I agree and with I, you. But, you know, I also have some questions about the fact that him and Rita were supposedly the first celebrities to get um, COVID. COVID. I always used to joke when they got it, you know, when it was first early starting, I was like, okay, Tom Hanks needs to live. Because if Tom Hanks dies, America is going to crumble. And I said, we need to now, while Tom Hanks has it, we need to make sure he stays alive. And then we need to go find where Betty White is and protect her. Because if either one of those two were to die of COVID, America yeah. would lose their shit. Um, mm -hmm. Luckily, he turned out okay, and hopefully Betty White's still okay. But it's just a little bit, you're right, it is odd. <sighs> well, bottom line is, obviously, and this goes without saying, I guess, but I'm going to say it anyways. This, this, the idea of sex trafficking is awful. And I wanted to kind of go into this realm just for a little bit is that what do you think, how do you think this starts? Because obviously we're seeing now it's way, it's huge. It's a huge, huge thing. How do you think it gets to this point for these, for these men and this, and these, and these couples or just these people to engage in this kind of stuff, to make it such a, being able to be such a big business for Epstein and then across the nation, how, and across the world, how it's such a big business. Where do you think it, how does it go so wrong in these people's lives that that's something they resort to? They've got the devil in them. But all of, like, it just seems so, it just seems so. Yeah, all of them. But they all seem like so well-adjusted people. I guess that's the first thing you say, though, you know, instead of that murder, they're like, well, he always seems so nice. I don't know why he I mean, killed all yeah, those kids. I think any, like, even, like, what is it, like, Ted Bundy and. Charles Manson was very. Charles uh, Manson, like, very a personal, lot of like charisma. I, I just feel like there's not really, there's very few people, I think, that are, that are evil that you, I think the best people at being evil are also the best most charismatic people. That's true. That's a good point. And so, and I also think in my head too, I wonder how much power and money changes your mind or like it kind of corrupts you in that sense or your association in those circles. Sometimes if you kind of, if you venture off into a weird Avenue amongst those circles, suddenly now you're kind of being coerced or you're just sort of, you sort of, joining right. up with think, your friends. I think, um, I think a lot of in this specifically, I think we're talking about like kind of this elite child sex trafficking ring. It's a lot of power. It comes from it. Like all of these people are in really high powerful positions and they all have a ton of money and they can basically do whatever they want. So I think power and, um, resources as far as money is mo a motivator to them. Right. Um, however, there's a lot of child sex trafficking and a lot of children that go missing and are sold that are done for even just like average people like, um, that are operation underground railroad. It's our rescue on Instagram. Um, that's the, um, that Tim Ballard. Have you heard of Tim Ballard? I have not. So Tim Ballard, um, is the founder of this organization. And he used to, I believe, work in some sort of military or police capacity. And he left and started this organization where they're 
whole goal is to basically end child sex trafficking. Um, he's got that movie on Amazon, um, Operation Toussaint, um, which everyone should watch. But it's kind of interesting when you start getting into like these people that are focusing on it. There's like with Ashton Kutcher and like this Tim Ballard guy, like there's, it's fucked up. And there's, um, I wanted to mention because there are marches happening on July 30th all across the country. Um, I know there's one happening in Boise, um, in Las Vegas, um, all over. And if you go to this, our rescue place, you can find out more about them, but I just am like, and that's our rescue.org. I'm going to put a, uh, I'll put a, a link to it, a link to it in the, in the description of the video. But I think what we got to do is we got to send something out on Instagram too. Um, yeah. but if you, if you're listening to this and you're just listening to an Apple, uh, just go to it's our rescue.org. That's O U R for operation underground railroad, our rescue.org. O U R R E S C U E.org. Um, that's, that's crazy. And I, I, you, I think it's quick to, for me to, in the conversation about this, like in our topic today, I do, I'm glad you brought this up because I sometimes will get, we get caught up in sort of the high level, the highfalutin sort of stuff. And one of the things Ashton Kutcher mentioned was things like the foster care system being like a breeding ground for kids to just sort of end up in sort of a sex trafficking capacity because we, I think we, we associate it with like trafficking of like dramatic, like, international stuff but even just domestically there's people that are just taken and they're taken into and they're kind of abducted and sort of then conditioned and then you know they horrific things are performed with them and recorded and then on the dark web they're shared and that's that's where the two people that i mentioned before at the beginning the two people that i knew um you, they, it was all digital stuff and yeah. had, they got to make it somehow and they got to have but subjects here's the somehow. deal what's what's really horrible is that a it's digital but it's actually really happening to someone somewhere some yeah. child is trapped somewhere and it's actually happening to him. And then B, this perpetuates the cycle because mm-hmm. that child, if they're never found, like they're, I don't even know what that journey would look like, like coming out of something that horrific, but like they need help. They need counseling. They need support because we don't want to perpetuate. Like, I don't know that they not saying they'd become child molesters, but they're certainly going to have a hard road ahead of them. Right. And that was something Ashton Kutcher talked about too. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Those people that, um, that you kind of mentioned that get arrested for digital stuff. Well, at what point then does it cross over and they are no longer satisfied by digital and they want real life. Right. And so the need is always there and it's disgusting. And, um, I saw, I want to say it was like Alabama just passed a law that if you are a child, you get convicted of a certain type of, something you're going to be chemically castrated before you're released from jail. I, I feel like was... I'm, I feel like I'm happy about that. I feel I like mean, honestly, most people in the world are fine with child molesters being persecuted to the full extent of the law. Like that's one thing I feel like a lot of people can't agree on, except for the people that are like deep in it. Right. You were, was it, was it on, on our podcast that we were talking about that? Like the only solace that we have is the fact that when these guys, yes. knowing that when, when these go guys to jail, go to jail, there's like a hierarchy of like what you've done. And like, when you go to jail as a child molester, like the other murderers and like other criminals, like will make your life hell. Yeah. And I, I want to, I just mentioned something. It's just that I, I thought about just now is that I know where I'm presenting this and I keep saying 
when he goes to jail for doing this kind of stuff, I, I feel like empirically, except for obviously Ghislaine, because she was just sort of more facilitating this stuff. I feel like for the most part, probably by and large, the perpetuators of this are males, I would imagine. I mean, I, I imagine there might be some female, females, but by and large, it's going to be, it's going to be male driven. Well, so to speak on the female portion of it, if you believe some of the stuff that's taken place on Epstein's Island, um, they will potentially, supposedly I, I read online and this is, I don't know that it's real, but that cr- there's a video of, I want to say Chrissy Teigen and Hillary Clinton. Maybe that's not accurate. Um, so allegedly they, they do this. You know what adrenochrome is? Mm-mm. So it's a drug that they make from the blood of children. And what they do is they torture the children so that they're scared and their adrenaline is pumping through their veins really high. And then they take the blood with all that adrenaline and they use it for um, themselves. And there's supposedly a video of them torturing a child and then skinning the child's face and wearing it as their own. Yes. Chrissy Teigen did that? I don't know that it was Chrissy Teigen. I read it. I think it was Hillary Clinton and somebody else, but I don't know that it was Chrissy Teigen. But again, this is all alleged. I don't know that these are just what people are saying um, the Gislaine lady has on people. Oh, yeah. I'm just reading. I'm not going to go through it here, but there was, uh, jeez. And I like Chrissy Teigen. Do you? Because she just blocked and deleted a whole bunch of tweets that made her look like a pedophile. <sighs> well, There's also a video of her online where she's on the red carpet and someone asks her, what was the best sex you've ever had? And she's standing there with John Legend. And she said, hmm, probably the Obama one. And her husband like gets really big eyes and he's like, and she starts laughing and she goes, oh, I'm in trouble now. And he goes, we're not talking about that. So I don't know if they were all having orgies or like what was happening. See, it just is crazy to me. Like America by and large as as a populace is normal. I think, I mean, we all have our own little quirks and we would consider, but as a, as a whole, I feel like the general populace, like you said, universally agrees that this is not the kind of behavior that is how you should act. And these, you know, these guys should be punished but it seems like at a certain point, I mean, is everybody in Hollywood or everybody of any kind of sort of power, do they all have some traumatic episode that causes their brain to just disconnect and they, they suddenly break down and they suffer some trauma that causes them to do these kinds well, of behaviors? I just would also like to point out, like, and you know that sometimes I can be very critical of our current president, but if he had somebody right now, a celebrity say that their best sex was and it alluded to some sort of orgy with him and his wife, that would be all over the news, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. And people would be tearing him to shreds. But this happened years ago, and that didn't even make – we're just finding out about it now because all this other stuff is coming out. Like, that was on film. It was from a reporter. That didn't make the news, that she and John Legend had some sort of sexual encounter with the Obamas. Well, yeah, and I've heard actually stories, and this is not to derail us too bad, but I've actually heard people make the the analogy of saying 
Um, if you remember back when SAR, the SARS thing came out, SARS was during the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. It was also a pandemic. And it also, you know, many people got it, many people died. It's not to the scope of infection, like the numbers, but it was a far, far, far more serious disease when you got it. And it, it impacted younger people if, to a much greater extent. I don't remember hearing anything. I mean, I remember hearing it, but it was not a, a big deal. And that was when the Obamas were in office. Another thing that is not conspiracy theory, you can actually look this up, is that SARS, Ebola, a couple other viruses all have patents on them with the U.S. Patent Department. So why does a natural like virus need a patent? It doesn't. It does not. Unless it's man-made. Right. And why would it be, oh, and suddenly we're... See, the thing is about all this stuff as we go through this now, I don't want to detract from the fact that sex trafficking is a horrific thing. And I would encourage everybody and anybody to do whatever you feel compelled to do in a positive way um, to combat it mm-hmm. and do what you can. I mean, obviously, sometimes we can look at problems like this and feel kind of helpless. Like I look at this and I hear all these stories and I'm thinking, I just think, one, I'm glad that people like Ashton Kutcher are out there with, with programs yes. that he's got. Um, I'm, Another I'm, celebrity is Blake Lively. Okay. Um, she's a relatively attractive person. Um, (laughs) she has a whole speech online where she talks about, she's partnering up with an organization as well. Um, her speech is hard to watch because she talks, she says, this is going to be hard to say, she said, but I need to tell you because I didn't understand what child sex trafficking meant. And so she said, this is what it is. And she tells you, and it's, it's really hard to watch. Okay, well, I, I'll avoid watching that because I have two daughters. And so I look at this kind of stuff and I really honestly, I, it enrages me and it can send you into almost like a depression via, via rage and anger because yeah. you get so angry and frustrated that you don't, and you almost feel like you can't do anything about it. Um, and if you, you can, if you, you, but you can, you're right. So that's what I'm saying is that at, on face initial burst in my head, because I'll, I'll be honest with you, as a parent throughout the day, not every day, but you know what I mean? Throughout our lives as parents, some of the worst crap pops into your head, meaning the potential things that could go wrong with your child and the panic that sets in yeah. briefly. And part of, I think, becoming as you get more and more into parenting, you kind of have to learn to sort of logic your way out. of At least that's where my head goes. Sometimes things will just pop into my head, like my kid will be going to do something and I'm thinking all these worst case scenario things happen in my head. Yeah. And I have to kind of play it by the numbers. And you kind of logic your way down. You go, okay, listen, what the, uh, it's, it's fine. You don't, I don't want to live in a state of fear and I don't want to parent in a state of fear. And then when you get yourself to a good place and you start having a good balance, all this crap comes in and you go, well, damn it. I used to think this was a crazy stuff that, that, that didn't really actually occur as much as it did. And now we're suddenly you know, being flooded by it or you look into it a little bit further and you're like, ugh. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, there's things that we can do. Morgan mentioned the March um, look that up. And then is that again through that's through the our, our rescue.org, right? They have those marches. Well, I, our rescue.org is definitely a good organization to support and follow. Let me, um, let me just check something real quick. Cause it might not. While you're oh, yeah, checking Operation that. underground railroad is putting it on its rise up for children. Yeah. Okay. And so those are things that we can do because at the very least, when you start exposing this kind of stuff, they become less emboldened to do it, I'm sure. When they know the heat is on, 
in some way, granted, I suspect that a lot of these people are still going to do those kind of things regardless, but the folks that you're going to start kind of having it, it's going to well, start. And I dwindling. think, you know, you kind of mentioned that sometimes it might feel like there's nothing we can do, but like one of my, it's silly, but one of my favorite things is, do you remember the movie A Bug's Life? Mm-hmm. When they, the ants finally realize that they outnumber the grasshoppers like three to one. Yes. Like we as American people, like we actually outnumber the elite by a ton. Mm-hmm. So if we all just used our voices and if we, we keep, we don't have the funds to, you know, take them down, but we have the, the buying power. That's like, true. Like we decide where we purchase items from and that's really. It's like voting really with the, our dollar. Voting with your dollar, I think is more important than voting in real life, to be honest with you. <laughs> sure. But so we can, like if we all, worked together towards a common goal, like we would win. And that's good to know, especially on a problem as heinous as this, because it's, uh, it's, I think this is one problem that is not left or right wing. Like we can all agree. It's a hundred percent university across the board. We all can agree. It's a problem. Yeah. And it's, it's great to, so if you're, if you're listening to this and again, we didn't really, we didn't want to, I didn't want to approach this episode by talking about too much, obviously, the in-depth. We all can imagine, and you can go watch Blake Lively's video if you really want to get down into mm-hmm. the, the, the tough parts, but I just wanted to start having a conversation about it. And I'm glad you brought up those resources, and we can all kind of look at this, and at the same time, I think, for me, really start to question more just exactly what's going on, because yeah. it's psychotic, and I can't, yeah, I don't know. It does make me wonder, there was some scenario that I thought of actually yesterday when I was thinking about what we were going to talk about today, and it was something, um, I forget what it was around, but I was thinking in my head, I was like, this is a really good indication of why we need to have a much smaller federal government. Um, And I don't know what it was for. I don't think it's going to affect too much of the child sex trafficking, but, oh, yes, it was when Ashton Kutcher talked about uh, two things. Um, One I thought was really good. It's not super related, but he's talking about separating labor trafficking versus sex trafficking. They need to be, they need to be separated in terms of how they're approached because the approaches are so different. Mm. Um, they're both trafficking of sorts and against their will, but one is, one is way different because, you know, he talks about all this stuff with sex trafficking. But the other thing though, that I, that I got from him that made me think of this separation of, or this maybe think of a smaller federal government is that he mentions in there that the national, um, Department of Homeland Security, sorry. Yeah. It came to him and he yes. was their last resort. I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay, we all understand that this is, this is a positive thing. Like I'm not mad that the department of Homeland security did that. And I think it should be encouraged that they do that. And I think it also shows that there's probably if the, if the government steps out of the way of a lot of things, industry, private enterprise and all that kind of stuff. And I don't want you to push my agenda here, but I just think that there's a lot to be said for letting good and again, that's hard to determine sometimes, yep. but letting good, honest, smart people do what they want to do and do it the best way they can and sort of stepping out of the way, you get some really great stuff. You get the Elon Musk who launched things regardless of what conspiracies are around him. You get rockets that are reusable. You know, you get Ashton Kutcher who creates a program that is that develops and gets smarter over time and is being used in the dark web and by 6,000 law enforcement agencies around the world. It's amazing. 
Mm-hmm. And to think that the government needs to step in and legislate something, I think that's true. They need to lead in something, but maybe they just need to legislate money and give it to the smart guys. You know, let them run with it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that all the answers, but I do feel like the way that, I mean, we've said this before, but the way that like the United States political process and parties are working right now is just, it's become such a, it's so just like, it's not productive. It's not work. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it makes me honestly, I want, I thought about this the other day. I go, you know what I really would like? Cause I was thinking about like the upcoming election and all that stuff. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know what I, I think would be the best. What? Maybe we just have like no president for a while. Well, I saw online, it said like no president 2020 America needs to be by yourself for a we little just bit. Need to break. Yeah. <laughs> we need to break because you know, I I will. I was not a, a huge Trump fan, but I liked his policies. I was like, okay, fine. I'll look past some of the short. I don't. Yeah. I don't want any of it. I don't want any of it. I know, either side. Kind of like- I almost don't. I don't even want. I don't want Pelosi. I don't want the person on the right that's you know, basically the equivalent. I don't want these people. I just maybe even president, and then like maybe you just leave a couple people to like. It's almost like substitute teachers. Yeah, you get a bunch of like substitute in. teacher types that just rotate in. They don't, they, they can't get engaged in any kind of agenda. And they're basically just there to make sure that things don't fall completely aside. And you tell the state governments and local authorities, you say, listen, you guys are going to run things now. The district manager and all this, all the corporate staff is going to go off on a retreat and we're going to go figure things out. A team building retreat. Team building retreat. Maybe some trust falls. Yeah. Just maybe for a year or two, just for that long. And then we just can kind of go, okay. All the states can come together and be like, just, okay, we're going to think we're going to, they're going to come back and we're going to You know that them. episode of the office where, um, Michael, I think, I don't know if he quits or what happens. Yeah. I think he quits and they don't have a manager for a while. And, or it's when, uh, it's when the, what's his name, um, goes in on the boat. Maybe. I don't remember. remember. Anyway, but all I remember like, is it's the one. Yeah. And, and then they called Jim and they're like, will you be the manager? And he's like, no, I think we've got a good thing going. I, and he turns it down and then he, they offer it to Dwight. That's yeah. That's when, uh, and Jim's Andy. like, it turns out adults don't need to be supervised. Well, that's true. And that's, the, I think that that's kind of the thing. And I think that, uh, and I bring that up in this, in the context of this discussion, because I was just thinking like, here's a guy who's coming up with solutions. And I was thinking while, while Ashton Kutcher was talking in that video, I was also kind of shocked at the few government officials that were sitting at that desk. Cause it's one of those committee sort of situations where there's like, yeah. like, like half semicircle. And there were some people listening, but I, it looked like maybe there were six, seven mm-hmm. out of what? There's 200. I well, don't know how many, I think that the problem is that people support things that make them money. And I think that's, what's broken with so much of our political, system is that they are going to be and show up for and advocate for things that will make them money and breaking up child sex trafficking doesn't necessarily make anybody money. Right. And in some cases, some of these people might, might have contributors that unbeknownst to them are pedophiles are people that have maybe some dirt on them. And that's, that's the effed up part. And that's the part that makes me exhausted because I wish I wish politicians just came in like for a year at a time, all of them. Uh, term limits are necessary. Huge. For sure. Anyways. Well, um, what else we got? What was else was on the list? I think, I think it's, I think I pretty well, we had some other things on there, but do you want to talk about any of those? 
No. You good? I'm good. Yeah, I feel I need to like. <laughs> I can only talk about this topic you for so long. Hug my child. <laughs> I'm gonna go hug my two little girls. Um, and uh, I'm gonna go yeah, buy a I gun. Yeah, I do think that we should. We're gonna put all the um, links up, and I think people just need to do their own research. And it is a disgusting, horrific topic to look into, but. If something is disgusting and horrific and you just ignore it, it only gets gross. It gets more gross, right? Like if there's mold growing in your fridge and you leave it, it's just going to grow more mold. Right. So let's let's just roll up our sleeves, get our Clorox, and let's work together to get Try rid of it. Clean some stuff. Yeah. Right. And to that end, I think also too, it's very very easy, at least for me, to take an issue like this and kind of go not turn a blind eye to it by any means, but but to not really feel like I want to do anything to sort of help or assist or be engaged at all only because you just don't want to, you don't want to, you don't, you know, it's there, but you're just going to try to like not dwell on it. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that, you know, any kind of helplessness as a parent that you might feel or any kind of fear or frustration that you might fear, I think will be quelled a little bit by you actually engaging in something that is working towards a solution or working towards improving the situation. Yeah. Um, So that's one of the ways that you can do that. So we're going to have some resources there, but like Morgan's point, just do your own research and figure it out for yourself. But um, and contribute in the ways that you can, whether that's showing up for a walk, maybe you just donate some money to these organizations. Maybe you just reshare on your social media, one of their posts just to bring awareness so that other people can start see to, it. And, yeah, for sure. Media is not going to, uh, you know, clearly because humongous news is occurring and there's just, there's, there's, they probably have children. And it might be misdirection coming from the government too. It might be sort of the tail wagging the dog a little bit, but um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that wraps it up for today's episode. We need to do next episode needs to be fun because we've done guns and sex trafficking. I uh, I think the next one is going to be, what's our favorite kind of pudding? Ooh, I don't even really like pudding. <laughs> pudding sucks. <laughs> but on that note, and we hope everybody has a good rest of your day. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, we're available anywhere you get podcasts as well as on our YouTube channel. And also go to our website. Anything else here? All right. Have a good rest of your day. Bye.